0: What is up, everybody? Welcome. Another edition of Drive for Show, DFS for Doe here on Roto Grinders and on our YouTube channel. Happy to have you all joining us as we talk golf another week in the books. Last week with a crazy Wyndham championship where everybody in the field Except Russell Henley made the playoff, it seemed like, uh, there on Sunday. What a crazy tournament. Uh, Adam Scott missed a four-footer on the first playoff hole, so no victory for him. And Kevin Kisner made a four-foot birdie putt on the second playoff hole. So Kisner, after finishing basically at the bottom uh, two weeks ago, uh, wins the tournament the following week. So uh, pretty interesting week. Uh, no shortage of storylines. Henley with a kind of a disaster, if you want to call it that, Sunday. Uh, Couldn't couldn't hold on to that uh, four or five shot lead that he had there at one point on Saturday and uh, eventually everybody else just kind of came up in the mix and we had uh, for sure the largest playoff I've ever seen at a PGA tour event. I know Noto Derek Farnsworth who uh, joins us. I of course am Justin Manzudin STL Cardinals 84 the host as usual two guests with me tonight. uh, Usual co-host Mr. Noto on one side. I know he tweeted about the big playoff. They had the different colors going there on the uh, the live shot tracker, the the pinks and the purples that we haven't seen before. So yeah, it was pretty wild last week.
2: Yeah, I noticed the new colors as well. I uh, kind of like it. Um, but yeah, cool playoff. I mean, we've been spoiled with some playoffs this year. We had the one with English and uh, you know, Jordan Spieth's roommate from college. It lasted like 12 holes or whatever. And then the the bronze medal playoff there with like six or seven guys and now this one so uh yeah it's kind of some years you don't get a lot of playoffs some years you do weird week for me uh, woke up to norlander wd i didn't wake up to check the check the news before lock and uh he was in my main lineup so uh, i was pretty bummed about that and then had outrights and top fives on henley and strillman who both bogeyed 18 to fall outside of the top five um and missed the playoffs so that was frustrating Somehow uh, ended up being a really profitable week because I tilt entered showdown and got lucky. So uh, overall, uh, good week, I guess.
0: (laughs) Just the process, the way you draw it up, right? Uh, uh, Always wake up to check those tee times. Always. That was the first week um, in, I'd say, maybe three years that it paid off for me. I did have Norlander in my... Norlander was our guest, the golfer, last week uh, on this very show, our uh, favorite value. And um, so how I do it is I usually just wake up and groggily pull up the leaderboard. And I, I star all my golfers in my player pool the night before. And then I just count them twice uh, and make sure that the number matches the number of golfers I have in lineup HQ. And I counted twice and I was one short both times. I'm like, all right, I just must not be awake enough. And then I pulled up the Twitter and sure enough, Norlander had withdrawn. And then uh, usually I just check it and go back to sleep. But at that point, uh, I had to make a bunch of changes and, uh, and replace them in my player pool, and then I was up. So first time in about three years, it's paid off, but uh, it, it paid off last week. Not that I won anything big, but uh, got got out of the zeros anyway. So special guest tonight. Uh, we've got Matthew Wiley with us. and you might recognize him from before. In fact, uh, I believe last week or the week prior, uh, we erroneously sent out a tweet that Wiley was gonna be joining us, and somebody, said they watched the whole show in a waste because Wiley wasn't on. Made me feel real good. Uh, but that's okay. We have Wiley here with us this week. So uh, hopefully our, our guest viewer will be happy. Um, so Wiley, what's going on?
1: That was just a stalker. Don't worry
0: about... <laughs> All good. <laughs> I think I know who it is. Uh, it's I good. won't call anybody out by name.
1: I, I won't either. Um, I, I'm fine. I mean, last week was Okay. I, I've, I've concluded that I'm the worst single-entry full tournament player in the history of golf. Uh, I'm, I want to do everything showdown now. It's the only way I make money. Friday, Saturday showdown. Um, I, I was so tilted because the Gooch people, the Gooch people convinced me to play Gooch, and I played him like 30%. I played Lebiota on my own about that rate, but Gooch really killed me. So I jumped into NASCAR, which for anyone who's on tilt, never play NASCAR. <laughs> you, you, will, you will fail miserably. One guy who's a very good, strong player in NASCAR, and I'm going to waste some time here on this, but he said, I've never seen a guy, me, have four of six of his drivers wreck on like the first turn. So just let me be your NASCAR tout
0: sounds awesome um i yeah i can't do the nascar i'm not good at it uh, it's it's frustrating because nothing really matters until like the last five laps unless you guys rock on the first lap in which case it just feels like you're trying to avoid disaster and then in the last lap you might get the disaster anyway and it just uh it hasn't uh, hasn't worked for me but uh it does for a lot of people there's a lot of people that are really profitable with it stevie does a great job here with his nascar package but uh, it's it hasn't worked for me in the past. And I guess I could blame variants and keep playing, but, uh, you know, I, I suppose it's not that much more frustrating than golf, but uh, I'm used to the golf sweats, I suppose. But, well, anyway, welcome, Wiley. Welcome again. And uh, look forward to breaking down this week's tournament as the uh, FedEx Cup playoff events start this week. So we'll dig into that shortly. Uh, Noto, any takeaways from uh, last week for you other than the massive playoff? Uh,
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, so many short missed putts. Uh, Henley missed a one footer, I believe. I think it was 18 inches. Uh, I had to go back and watch the the highlight. And uh, if that thing didn't hit the cup, it was going off the green. I mean, he hammered uh 18 inch putt and then he missed a three foot putt on 18. Uh, we saw Adam Scott miss a four foot putt to win in the first playoff hole. And then, uh, yeah, Kisner got it done. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a fun tournament. I always liked the Wyndham. I thought the winning score would be a lot lower. Uh, Henley was 14 under after Friday, I believe. So, um, for the score to be 15 under was, uh, kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. I had been like 20 or 21 under par for each of the last four years. So <clears throat> everyone just kind of stalled out around that number and that's how you get a six for playoff. That could have been an eight golfer playoff. Um, if not for Henley and, and Streelman, um, who Noto mentioned earlier. So uh, Wiley, anything else uh, from last week that you want to mention before we move yeah, on? I mean,
1: the only thing I would say is that I I limit so much now uh, the amount of information I intake and even recent form, right? If you look at if you look at the previous week in Memphis, Siwoo Kim and Kevin Kisner were about a combined 23 over. The next week, they're 1-1 in the playoff. So, you know, recent form – how much do you wait? That. How much do you wait, guys, who can perhaps flip the entire script the next week? You don't know. And I've got a guy who no one likes that I'm going to talk about here shortly.
0: All right, that's a tease, and uh, we will uh, we'll find out who that is as we go. And uh, yeah, so we'll uh, set the stage here. It's the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, And as uh, Wiley tweeted out uh, yesterday, I believe uh, the most hated course on the PGA tour by a lot of guys uh, with Liberty national hosting this week, hasn't hosted often, but at last in 2019 and then 2013 before that, uh, I believe, but uh, lots of negative, uh, negative press from a lot of the players about the venue this week. So uh, can can I,
1: can I mention that because it was an article is an article that came out in 2012 by Jeff Shackelford. The PGA player survey is one of my favorite things to read because it's authentic, objective content from players. the sort of the real stuff they say behind the scenes. And unanimously, number one most hated tournament, of course, was, was Liberty National. And the comments were amazing, like, I wish they would have just left it a dump. Or if it wasn't for the views, it would be a zero. Or I can't believe we came back here. And so... It's intriguing to me that the players think that way about this course and it consistently was number one worst PJ tour stop and they're here now. Um so yeah. No slight to New Jersey by the
2: way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, it is uh, the the quotes from that are are pretty alarming. So uh but hey, it's not like, you know, everyone can just skip out on the event and uh, and move on to the next because they 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 suck you in and make it a playoff event. So if you're not securely in the top 30, uh you're you're playing. So uh we've got 125 golfers qualified uh, for the event and uh 124 participating. Louis uh Louis Oosthuizen is uh sitting this one out. So he will be the only qualified member that uh, will not get to play. There was some Shuffling in the standings with the old 125 cutoff last week. Uh, let's see, I had that list here. So it was uh, Ryan Armour, Patrick Rogers, and Bo uh that fell out, and Chesson Hadley, Scott Piercy, and Roger Sloan that got in. Uh, Hogue had a double bogey on, uh, I believe, his second to last hole or third to last hole um to miss the cut that uh, that knocked him out so uh those are the breaks the full season comes down to the last few holes and uh, miss the playoffs so uh anyway 124 golfers in the field this week uh noto what you can you tell us about uh why everybody hates this course
2: yeah uh chat's cracking me up right now um but anyway yeah it's, uh,
0: <laughs> i haven't been looking now i gotta go look all right i apologize i'm gonna be distracted from
2: it. Uh, liberty it. national 7400 yards par 71 i wouldn't put too much stock in the course history i mean we've seen it 2019 playoff event 2013 2009 and then uh the president's cup 2017 but uh i mean pretty long off the tee uh even par adjusted it's pretty long um water hazards in on about half the holes lot of bunkers um there is deep fescue if you miss by too much and the greens are really small so i think it's going to result in you know good total driving iron play and then a lot of people are going to be missing these greens so you want to be able to get up and down um i'm willing to target some bad putters this week uh just because i think it's one of those weeks where you're just going to have to be good to green and kind of take your chances uh on the green and yeah, I mean, reading through the player quotes, I think PJ Splits tweeted them out uh, earlier today. A lot of golfers were saying they want to be more aggressive off the tee, and then others said that they were going to be less aggressive. So that didn't help me one bit. And, uh, yeah, I don't really know what to look for. Just looking for good uh, ball strikers that aren't terrible around the green.
0: Yeah, the uh, caught up on the chat. I'm fully convinced I, I wait for uh, for Wiley to show up one week with the Chucky Dallas sitting on the ladder back there feel like that can make it uh you know can make the uh the scene complete but um we, we don't think he's being held hostage right now but uh we'll, we'll uh we'll we'll, make, we'll monitor the situation anyway um you know not a lot of course history to go off of so if you are a big fan of course history obviously uh, don't look at this event as, as a whole you'd only be able to look at 2019 um and the 2013 barclays was the previous time this was used which was when that uh the aforementioned article um, that Matthew mentioned came out. So uh, don't look at the, the Northern trust history uh, that will uh, encompass, you know, four or five different courses that have been used for this event over the last few years. Uh, Wiley, anything else to add on the course before we start digging in?
1: No, but if you look at like um, golf betting system, Steve Bamford and his crew really put in a good, good breakdown of the course every week and and they also uh, referenced some quotes from previous years of guys who were in the mix and consistently it was listen this is a course that is extremely tough to get up and down from uh, when you miss the green and the greens are are tricky uh in terms of putting and I think Webb Simpson likened it to Pinehurst he grew up on 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 greens that were really undulating so it's tough and then you look at guys who've had success here like Reed um guys who have great hands great putters great around the green game uh and and that's listen it's always the best golfers that win every week but i think that that's something you probably focus on with you have sub five thousand square foot greens uh this week and you're going to have trouble getting up and down you have to make some tough putts and what's the score going to be under par noto like what minus 14 i don't know Uh, it's not going to be crazy
2: yeah mid-teens i think
0: yeah, I think mid-teens makes sense. Um, you know, it did score a little better than the last time. Uh, I think the cut was one under, and the winning score was minus sixteen. So, uh, but if you also
1: saw Brooks Koepka today on, this, on in, in Xander and some of their uh, on their practice round, the wind is whipping out there. I mean, it, you are your ocean oceanside, and the wind is a huge factor as well. Plus, the smell of a dump. It's built on a dump. <laughs> sorry yeah. new jersey <laughs> sorry. uh
0: let's see that reminds a little bit early uh but i was going to take a look at what the uh, early wind forecast is for the for the tournament it's thursday it says heavy rain so that's exciting sounds like a good start um potentially 3 quarters of an inch of rain so could soften up the course a bit with kind of moderate winds. So hard to say, and they can change in an instant there on the coast too. So uh, definitely something to follow up on and look back um, before lock on Thursday, a little too early to make any definitive conclusions on it yet. So, all right, let's go ahead and start digging in mentioned 124 golfers and it's the top 100, well, 124 of the top 125 in the standings. So no shortage of options to look at this week. Um, I'll let Noto start with the 10k plus golfers, which there are seven on DraftKings this week. Um, and you see, he's tagged up speed. So he's going to have to sell me on that. He mentioned earlier on Twitter, Noto, that, uh, that I would be in agreement. So, um, I'm probably not going to be, but you can try to sell me on speed. We've also got, uh, Rory, Kepka, Morikawa, Shoffley, DJ, John Rom. So the usual uh, suspects at the top here this week.
2: Yeah, I mean, Rom at the top, it's hard to say anything bad about him. He deserves to be the top overall play. Uh, third here in 2019. Been playing great. Uh, barely finishes outside of the top 10. So I have no issues starting with Rom. I like Speed a little bit more. Um, he's been one of the best golfers pretty much since February. Uh, top 20, nine of his last 10 starts. His approach game has been awesome. He's off the tee. He's fixed that um, for the longest time. You know, he was just wild off the tee. We know he loves bent grass greens. We know he's great. Uh, Hands around the green, like Wiley mentioned, uh, similar to Patrick Reed. And uh, he's played well here in the past. So I really like Spieth. And then the other guy up here that I like is Rory McIlroy. This is cheaper than we've seen him in a while. Uh, I like him kind of as an outright bet, too. Seems like a lot of people around the industry kind of are telling him right now. But anyway, last five uh, events, ball striking, plus 12, plus 8, plus 4, plus 5, plus 8. So um, the ball striking has been there. He just needs to have a good putting week. And I kind of think he'll be in contention. Um, nothing bad to say about anyone else. DJ's just been a little bit off. Uh, Xander, I feel like this is a good course for him, but I don't know where his game's at after his win at the Olympics. He looked okay um, at the WGC, but nothing special. Uh, Morikawa, I've always seemed to be underweight on him, and it burns me like six times a year, so I should probably stop doing that. Um, and then Brooks, I mean, so much going on with Brooks. He's got that left-hand matchup with uh, the Barstool guy coming up. I just don't know what how much this means to him right now.
0: Yeah, he's got a lot going on, that's for sure. His beef with Bryson and uh, plenty of things on the uh, the bucket list, the honeydew list for uh, for Brooks right now. But um, he seems to have the upper hand in the Brooks versus Bryson matchup these days, uh, especially in the media, since uh, the media doesn't seem to like Bryson right now. But that's another story. Uh, Wiley, your thoughts on the uh, the top?
1: Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I like Spieth. Um, he's 15 percent projected, at least on Roto-Grinders is um, it what now
0: 15 50? 15 oh. <laughs> oh i thought you said 50
1: <laughs> well maybe 50 now i don't know
0: 15 <laughs> yeah. might as
1: well be 50 uh rom 20 uh morikawa i agree i never i never think to play him he's like xander to me or scheffler uh rory 17 percent. get behind that what what is going on in the industry now that people are playing rory at 17 percent? and then skipping dj I posted, DJ's projected sub-10%. DJ is what, won the Northern Trust three times? I'll be at different courses. But if you remember 2017, when he was in the playoff with Speeth, one of the most memorable moments in golf, when he absolutely stepped on Spieth's neck in the playoff and took this line off the tee that no one had taken all week. Dustin Johnson is a, is a killer. And you talk about wind play, you talk about you know, length off the tee, which you need here. You talk about elite wedge player. Um, and what Casey, Paul Casey said about him this week, this is what Paul Casey said about Dustin Johnson. He's so golf savvy. He doesn't get enough credit for that. He understands spin rates, yardages, fades, draws, his golf craft. This is from Paul Casey. His golf craft is just sublime. When he's in full flow, he's ruthless. He's top 10 at, and I think his form is the thing that's you know keeping people away because he's not winning week to week. But you get sub 10% DJ in, a, in the playoffs at Northern Trust at a course that he could dominate. That makes no sense to me. Well, it makes sense to me, but that's the guy. He's 25 to one or 23 to one right now.
0: I mean, the odds aren't all that different on a lot of those guys, right? They're all in the 20s. Yeah. I'm going to pull those up here on DraftKings quick. And the
2: odds uh, between DraftKings and Fando are really different this week.
0: Really? Rama's eight. Uh, Speed is 12. Morikawa and DJ are both at 16 on DK right now. Um, Shoffley is 18. Rory, 22. Brooks, 22. Thomas and Bryson at 25. So um, I think maybe they've started to come together a little bit here as we get closer and pull up FanDuel too and see kind of what the biggest differences are, at least on those top guys. Uh, So DK has Rum at eight. FanDuel has him at nine. Uh, Morikawa is 18. Um, Spieth is the biggest difference. He is at 12 on DK and, and 18 on FanDuel um Let's see. Shoffley is 22 on Fanduel and 18 on basically. You're getting better odds on the top guys on Fanduel with a lot of them. Uh, Rory's a little shorter over on Fanduel, but anyway, um you know I, I think anybody from this group that isn't going to carry a ton of ownership is interesting because they're all capable of winning. Like Shoffley is the lowest stone of the bunch. You can make the same argument for him, like you did. You know, Wiley put out a good case for DJ there too. So. I just, you know, once the ball striking starts to come around, all the Rory truthers start coming back and I'm I'm admittedly kind of in that boat myself. So, uh, but I I get it with him being basically the highest owned of the group there with Spieth and Rahm. If you're, if you're not into Rory, um, I understand the logic behind it. So, Noto, any follow up from you after that?
2: No, the DJ case is uh, certainly interesting. So I'm going to have to add him back in the player pool. Um, He does say that his uh, game's been in a lot better form than the results uh, as well. So uh, yeah, I kind of like that take. I like the low ownership. And then, uh, yeah, definitely going to be overweight on Spieth and Rory if I can.
0: All right, let's go ahead and move into the 9Ks. I will give Wiley the first crack at this. So we've got Uh, basically ownership isn't going to be a huge deal here because we've got ownership that's going to be spread out. Right. Like Berger is going to carry some ownership. Scheffler's been playing really well. He's my favorite Um, top 20s in all the majors this year. Cantlay uh, at least has picked up some form after that rough stretch in the late spring, early summer. Hoblin answer, you know, recent winter. All those guys are basically going to be in the teens in terms of ownership. Bryson is the only one that's really coming in without much ownership uh, with his, you know, uh, disdain for talking to the media right now and kind of the way he blew up there at the end a couple weeks ago with a chance to win. Uh, So that narrative has kind of got everybody off of Bryson. Everybody else in the 9Ks is probably going to be in that 10, 12, 14, 15% ownership range. So, uh, Wiley, who are you liking the most in here?
1: I like Berger until until he was the second highest, I think, owned player projected. Um, Cantley burned me so badly a couple of weeks ago. I may be divorcing him right now. I think that, I think I, I've been really surprised by Victor Hovland at 10% projected. I, I think a safe play, a guy who, you know, is going to hit fairways with length, uh, will not miss a ton of greens. Victor Hovland at that projected is good. Uh, he's probably my favorite play. I don't play Scheffler a lot, uh, especially now that ownership. Bryson's ownership is insane. Lilo, I may have to look at that. Justin Thomas though, is sort of the flavor. Like Rory, is the flavor of the week it seems on DFS Twitter. And I don't know. I don't know what's changed about Justin Thomas over the last few weeks. I'll I'll tell you. He's not been great. I mean, he used to dominate when he was winning in so many bunches a few years ago. He was making everything, it seemed, putting within 10 feet. And I know he lips out a lot. And I know he's a lot of, you know, um, somewhat mistakes. Well, not mistakes, but just, you know, bad luck, bad fortune putting. But it hasn't been great. It's like Ricky Fowler. That's what fell apart about his game. I can't get behind Justin Thomas at that price.
0: Go ahead, Nona.
2: Yeah, uh, I fall into the same trap as everyone else. You see him in 9,800, and you just usually see him in the 10Ks, and it just feels like it's a, it's a good deal. And then you see the low ownership, and then you say, oh, he can have a good putting week, and he never does. Uh, and I fall for it every time. So I think it's just one of those uh, you know things where you see the discounted price, and then – you just kind of naturally assume he can get better at putting and it just never happens.
0: Or I think the one week where he did bring the putter, the irons fell off a little bit that week. So he just hasn't been able to put everything together uh, in the same week uh, for a while now. So I, I don't have a strong take on Thomas this week. I think he's fine, um, but I don't know. He always, the ownership always ends up coming in maybe just a little bit higher too than, than what – you know, a lot of people might think, but I, I think,
1: I think the key factor this week is that you have to drive the ball really well this week. And that sometimes gets away from Justin Thomas. He's an amazing iron player, yeah, but he can be pretty wild off the tee at times. And uh, so.
0: And when you combine that with the, uh, the putting struggles, you know, it's uh, needs a lot of things to go his way and hasn't been happening lately. So uh, but you just, you know, you wait for it, and the, the iron play can be so good that it's it's easy to get get pulled back in. Uh, Noto, what do you think about the 9Ks so here outside of Thomas there?
2: Yeah, I mean, to Wiley's point on JT, uh, good drive percentage. He has the second worst above 9K uh, in the field. So first uh, is uh, speed, so uh, that makes me feel good too. Um, but Other guys I like in the 9Ks um i like the hovland call low ownership on him always uh, makes sense because we never get it i mean typically he's locked into 20 percent ownership i'm not sure what what uh, do you
1: think is going on there is it just like it's a mistake by your team or what's going on here i
2: think i don't know i think everyone wants to play uh burger um just because okay. he's like the guy that pops in the models and then scheffler has been on such a good run i think everyone's just gravitating towards the lower 9ks uh which is fine by me um yeah, I don't love Berger this week. Historically, if you look at his baseline, he's much better on shorter courses and longer courses, much better on Bermuda than he is on Bankgrass. So I'm okay being underweight on him. Uh, I like the Sheffler call, though. Uh, you mentioned top 20 and all the majors, Justin. He's been top 20 in the last nine majors and WGCs. Um, every big event he's just shown up for, uh, which is pretty crazy. And then answer coming off the win. I don't know. I never know what to do with guys coming off the win. I saw in the bar stool interview today, he said he hadn't picked up a club since his win. So uh, that was, you know, nine days ago. Um, that worries me a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, he could easily pick up where he left off. And then the guy at the very bottom, I don't mind Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, if you want to take a guy that's great tee to green, great short game, you just can't putt. Um, last week, he missed the cut, but I think he gained like three or four strokes ball striking. So uh, I don't mind going back to Hideki at 7%.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, certainly guys that could win the tournament in that range. I mean, you're still talking about, um, you know, Hovland thirty to one, can thirty to one, Casey thirty to one, Webb thirty five, Matsuyama even is forty. So, uh, lots of of pretty good golfers in this range. And I mean, even going down to the eight Ks, you got Casey in there. Harris English had a chance to win a few weeks ago. Uh, Patrick Reed has had success here in the past at eighty six hundred. Uh, though i never get him right so i can just go ahead and cross him off this week that way all of you can win um because it's a community game and and you gotta you gotta give to the people so um i I never get read right for those of you who might be new viewers um you know wiley's fans that are are watching for him um i never get read right so if i'm off a read that means you play him that's how it works um but yeah, you just got pretty good golfers. I mean, Adam Scott, what's he gonna do after missing that putt to win last week? Like that was kind of out of nowhere with both him and Kisner in the mix. Um we just hadn't seen it from Scott for for a while now. So um Nodo, your thoughts on this uh this eight K range. And we've even got guys like Connors and Fenile in here too.
2: Yeah, I love Paul Casey because I always love Paul Casey. Um he's just so consistent. Uh, I know the putting can be erratic, but he's not like a Keegan Bradley. Um, somebody that bad. I mean, he's slightly below average. Uh, So I like Casey quite a bit. doesn't look like his ownership is going to be as high as I thought it would be. And then in the bottom range, I really like Tony Finau. He's been in bad form. uh, But if you think of longer courses, uh, stacked fields, bank grass greens, that kind of screams Tony Finau. Uh, T30 here in 2019. And uh, for the longest time, I mean, he's been in this price range and he's 30% owned automatically. And now we get him uh, at a pretty good discount here. And Somebody in the chat mentioned, uh, you know, the baby swag, but I think this is like his 14th baby or something. So I don't know if, uh, it counts if it, does it decline the baby swag after each baby? I don't know how that works.
0: Who is this? Finau. Stop it. There's no way he has that many kids.
2: <laughs> it's up there. I don't, I don't know if it's cracked double digits yet, but it's getting close.
0: I had no idea he had that many kids. <laughs> that can't be correct.
2: I, mean, I don't, I don't think he
1: has 14 kids.
2: I think <laughs> it's like 8. He
0: doesn't have 8 kids. <laughs> he doesn't he does. have 8 kids. They have unless he's got kids with other women, it seems like he and his wife have 5 kids. Well, wow. either way, I guess you are you asking if the law of diminishing returns kicks yeah. in with the baby swag whether Man, it's 5 or five? 4.
2: I thought he it was says, trying to catch up with Philip Rivers.
0: Yes, he's got a long way. Him or Antonio Cromartie got a long way to go. Um, it says that Tony and Elena have four kids, and this was from April of twenty-one, so this would be number five. Um, uh, that's what it says, anyway. Okay, uh, so the
2: the diminishing returns is going to be better than I was expecting. Because if it's five. the fifth, yeah.
0: <laughs> i don't i mean i've played him a lot over the last couple months and it just i don't know it hasn't been his usual stuff um i I think i'm a little burned out on him but uh that's i mean that's not a reason not to play him because i'm burned out on him but um i don't know the game has just seemed a little off and i i can't really think of a a better way to describe it you know it just doesn't seem as locked in as usual but I mean, he's still 34th at the St. Jude, 28th at the 3 m 15th at the Open. So, I mean, it's been okay. He he hasn't had a top 10 since the PGA back in in May. Um, And I've probably rostered him every week that he's played since then. So, um, I think I prefer maybe Neiman there at 8,100 still with just a one-miss cut all year. His last two starts, 10th and 17th, was second at the Rocket Mortgage there back on 4th of July weekend. So, at least a little bit more in terms of recent form. And I know Noto and I like him a good bit. I'll pivot over to, to let Wiley talk about this range in a second, but probably a good spot to drop in our prize picks segment. Uh, you can sign up for prize picks either online at prizepicks.com or download their app. Use promo code Grinders, we'll get you 100% deposit match on your first deposit up to uh, 100 bucks. So it's 100 bucks in free money. And you can uh, we usually do a little finishing position picks over there. And last week, I told Noto he had to take an over because he doesn't like taking the overs on the projected finishing positions. He doesn't like rooting for golfers to do poorly, uh, but I made him take one. So he took Justin Rose and then Rose on Sunday afternoon had a chance uh, for a while there to get into that playoff. So uh, Noto said no more overs. Uh, so he is throwing out a trio of Spieth, Casey, and Neiman under their respective finishing positions. 15.5 uh, for Spieth, 23.5 for Casey, 39.5 for Neiman. I agree on Neiman. I think that number is way too high. Um, and also, I like Scheffler, so I went under 23.5 on him and over on Bryson to at least have one over in the mix. But whether you like betting the overs or the unders, there's all sorts of different sports, and there's all sorts of different golf props, too. You can do, you know, over-under distance on longest drive uh, and things of that nature. So check that out at uh, Price Picks. Uh, they've really kind of overhauled their user interface uh, and it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So check it out either on the web or on the app. Uh, all right. Go back to uh, Wiley here and talk about this AK range. What do you stand on some of these guys?
1: Your promo codes grinders.
0: Promo code grinders. 100 bucks free. on a $100 deposit. Oh,
2: with the eyebrow raise.
1: Hell yeah. Oh, sorry. All right. 8,000. Here we go. Let's start from the bottom up. Neiman, does he ever miss a cut? No. Does he make a ton of birdies? Yes. Did Bones say that he's, you know, in his opinion, not statistically, but in his opinion, has one of the best around the green games on tour? I'll take, I'll take Bones at his word. 8.1 for Neiman seems like a steal, absolute steal. Uh, I think this range is full of great players. Casey, uh, probably over-owned again um reed one here sub 10 percent projected that's insane if you can get it cam smith same thing if you want to do a comp course uh, even a riviera uh, a guy who plays you know is a great iron player great around the green player and a good putter cam smith at that price adam scott history played la- last week minus the playoff putt uh another great price but the, the player of, the, of this range, and perhaps the player of the field, you know what I'm gonna say, is the big Tongan. You say he has 14 kids. Yes. I don't care if he has 140 kids. Sub oh, 10% Tony Fino. He has some of the best hands on tour. At the green, around the green, he's so underrated. He's a beautiful man. He, <laughs> hits, a he, he, he hits so far, he does nothing wrong. He's going to win at some point, and by God, I'm going to be on that train.
0: I left tr- everything in this train range, already crashed for, for me. English. What? <laughs> the train already crashed for me. I ran out of gas, ran out of, ran out of steam, ran out of whatever <laughs> locomotive power. Uh, you play Harris English. You play Harris English with Scotty Scheffler, and I'll play I'm not, C now. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play English. I'll play Scheffler because he shows okay. up at every one of these big events. But, I mean, I don't, need, I don't need to be swayed too much into playing Fina. I'll probably play some freaking Fina. All right. uh, <laughs> but it, it's, never, it's never ended well. So, uh, we'll see. Maybe this is the – Can you
1: imagine ma- – let's just pause here. Can you imagine what would happen to me if Tony Fina won and I wasn't on him? Yeah. Do you understand –
0: I mean, he's 60 to one. He's 60 Finau to one. Fina would probably celebrate by having another kid in your honor. Um, because I'd have a know. kid with him. <laughs> <laughs> Promo
1: code grinders.
2: <laughs> we need so to go cut ahead. that. Go to
0: sevens. Go to sevens. We're running out of time. Oh uh, No, we got nothing but time. Um, all right. Uh, we've been a little short the last couple of weeks, so we gave, we gave the people some time back. Uh, all right, let's say I'm just uh, that got me a little frazzled there. I wasn't expecting the uh, promo code to come back. Uh, all right, let's move that's, into the that's 7 how you Ks. do it. Fantastic promo code grinders. Um, you, you get 100 bucks uh, on 100% deposit bonus there on prize picks. Also, while I'm at the promos, you can get 10% off your first month of Roto Grinders Premium. Check us out. Roto grinders.com. And uh, you know, you Devin will drop the link there in the chat. No promo code needed. Use that link. Get 10% off your or $10 off, excuse me, $10 off your first month. You can do single sport. You can pick your sports. You can do the combo package. You can build it however you want it. That is Roto grinders premium. And we will give away a free week at the end of the show uh, with our guest, the golfer segment would, who is guaranteed, guaranteed going to do better than Norlander did last week. So we'll get to that in a minute. All right. Let's move on to the seven K's uh, put Wiley back in timeout for a minute. I'll go back to Noto. We've got last week's winner. Kisner. No! Oh, go <laughs> we, we got to make sure that Wiley keeps the, uh, you know, stays in solitary confinement there for a few minutes. Um, we got Kisner at 7,900. Who knows? We know where he's going to go from here. He said uh, he thinks things are trending obviously in the right direction uh, and he's not going to be that highly owned this week, but uh, we've got the usual kind of DFS darlings and, Fitzpatrick and Hatton and Sung Jae and Jason Kokrak right behind him. So, uh, and your boy, Brian Harmon. So, where are you looking at in the kind of mid to upper 7Ks there?
2: Yeah, not going to be playing Brian Harmon. I don't know. I made some adjustments to my model, and now it hates him. So, uh, maybe there was an error in all those uh, Brian Harmon takes over the years. I don't know. Um, But he hasn't been in the best of form. I think he missed his cut um, last time out. I like Jason Kokrak to bounce back. I know he missed a cut. Uh, last week but he's got a couple good finishes here Uh, really long off the tee turned into one of the better putters on the pga tour i think hatton is underpriced again we talked about him uh, at the wgc just felt like he was too cheap kind of feels that same way again uh i think he's still like top 15 in the world and then um i'll probably go down with the ship with this one but keegan bradley um you know he likes playing in the northeast from boston and uh, one of the better ball strikers one of the better guys uh similar to female has an underrated short game Um, around the green (laughs) definitely not on the green but uh, yeah I don't mind taking some shots there and uh, shout out to Ron PJ splits 101 on Twitter Uh, he did the you know compared baseline on stroke screen putting total to the the bent grass and he was like 15th in the model so instead of losing 10 strokes putting he'll lose like six this week
0: that's an improvement right Uh, can't uh, can't miss with that so All right, Um, I mean, still pretty good names in here. You know, not what we're used to playing in some of these birdie fests where you're getting, you know, Ryan Armors and the Roger Sloans and the 7Ks, but uh, he's getting Fitzpatrick and Hatton and him and Kokrak in here. I agree on Kokrak, uh, but, you know, the people are sharp. They're not going to just jump ship. Um, So he's still going to have some ownership. But uh, worry a little bit about Henley after that Sunday round last week and not being able to close that tournament out. Uh, but, uh, still, you know, some interesting names in here. I'll probably have exposure to, to three or four of these guys in GPP. So, all right, Wiley, what are you looking at in the, uh, 75, 7,900 range?
1: Um, I never get Harmon right ever. So I'm done with Harmon full divorce from Brian Harmon. I'm sorry. Um, the one I got three. I think I have three. Yes. Lowry. Number one, Lowry, seven and a half. Good ownership uh win narrative good iron player immaculate around the greens just all-around good guy and i i like lowry to fill out lineups in the mid-sevens in the lower sevens who do i like who do i like who do i like pop at me oh yeah kevin well mid-sevens again kevin naw um kevin Na is a really great long iron player and again like finau maybe a little less than finau around the green. Very, very good. Uh, He almost won last week. Uh, Kevin Na's been playing great. Uh, I like Kevin Na, and I can't quit Charlie Hoffman. Charlie Hoffman had a really, really good earlier season. Charlie Hoffman is a very, very good long iron player. Um, He's a very, he's a good accurate driver of the ball, and I just think that 7K, To if, he, if he's going to make your lineups work, I think that's a good price for him. I mean, there's a lot of good names in here, but I kind of like Hoffman a lot. Um, I can't play Stuart Sink anymore, ever. Gary Woodland burns me too much. Hoffman's my guy.
0: I kind of like Streelman, as Noto mentioned, you know, he was uh, right there potentially to be in that playoff last week, bogeyed the last hole, but he was pretty solid all four rounds. So uh, Streelman at 7,400, that's the name I'll throw in there. Uh, seems like he's getting a little bit of buzz, but uh, I don't mind him at that salary. Uh, Johnny Vegas looks like he's going to get some ownership. Uh, Wiley mentioned a few guys there. So, uh, Noto, as we kind of move down to the bottom end of that 7K range, who are you looking at in there?
2: Yeah, I like the Strillman call quite a bit. Good ball striker, Um, decent enough around the greens, especially lately. Uh, I like Johnny Vegas, so uh, just eating all the chalk here. But if you look at his numbers, for the longest time, great off the tee, bad iron player, and last five events, he's gained at least two strokes uh, on approach in every one of those events. So I think his game's trending. I think he's got four top twenties in a row. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he had a T 38 here in 2019. So seems like a lot's kind of lining up for Johnny Vegas. I like Tringali. Somebody mentioned him in the chat. Just one of those guys that, um, typically gets a lot of ownership because the stats are good, but, um, doesn't look like he's going to be too popular this week. We have him around 10%. So, uh, I don't hate that. And then, you know, I'm going to play Jason day. I have a Jason day problem. Um, If you play ten percent of them, uh, it'll work out every few weeks. I think (laughs) he just pops up. He misses a ton of cuts. Um, Don't blame him in your single entry, obviously, but uh, MME, I don't like. I don't hate him.
1: Can I say something about how you pronounce Vegas?
2: I've I've heard it Vegas before. I don't know. It's Vegas. That's what I thought. I went. I went. I remember the first time I came on your pod, and I pronounced it Leishman. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we can add well, this We to still the don't know if it's Seifert
0: really. or Seifert, but it's he Seifert stinks now, so stinks. nobody cares. I, think... I read something today. Um, you should just stop there. I've read something, today. I read something <laughs> and today. then move on. Yeah, no, it was uh, uh, I, I don't know, something along the lines of mispronouncing a name is uh, taken generally as a sign of stupidity, but it's actually a sign of intelligence because it means that you actually read it, read it somewhere, as opposed to just hearing it and passing it along for someone else. So you can pass it off as intelligence Um, mispronouncing a name, but uh, you know, I hear uh, it's weird. I like all over the place. uh, You know, in some sports you hear five different announcers pronounce a guy's name, five different ways. So uh, Vegas, Vegas, Johnny, Johnny V, whatever you want to call him. Uh, He's actually been playing pretty well lately. All right, uh, let's go ahead and move. Anything else above seven K, Wiley? You got anything else above seven K? No, I day scares me. Of course, there's I mean, there's a lot you could play above there, but yeah, no day for me either. Um, we'll let Noto captain that ship. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and move into the value range, and good time to throw out our guest, the golfer game. Lots of six K golfers this week. Uh, Wiley and and Noto picked our guest, the golfer, this week. I was not involved, so uh, no blame to me when the guest, the golfer, withdraws, uh, like Norlander did last week. I had a say in that one, so uh, they'll uh, Wiley and Noto will uh, captain the uh, guest, the golfer, ship this week. So go ahead and drop your guesses. Um, probably not going to be an overly chalky play this week, so uh, maybe we'll drop a hint. He's not, uh, let's see, trying to, I'm thinking of a hint that uh, he's not American, not American uh, nationality as far as uh, the flag next to his name on the leaderboard. So that'll knock out a few of them. Not American. Um, we'll see if we'll see where that leads before we give any other hints. For our guest, the golfer free week of roto Premium, limit yourself. Uh, we'll say two guesses, two guesses. Already got a winner we already got a winner. That didn't take long. Took a long time last week. It was Dirty like the uh, like the third Harry. guess. How about that, Harry, Harry B? I think he's won before. Dirty Harry. Congrats. Uh, all right. Uh, well, now we're not restricted to who we can talk about. Uh, Wiley, who you like for punts this week? I like this.
1: Harry said it. It's Matt Wolache, uh, from England. He's a very good uh, player. Did I say his name right?
0: Yes. Wallace. Perfect.
1: Okay. Uh, Walace well, is um, perfect. Walace. I just think, listen, it's it's his third win. Good God, Harry. Banned from the show. Um no, I he's think he's gotta catch up to Tony
0: Fino's kids. Right.
1: <laughs> 12 so, more to go. I, I think that I think that listen in the tournament like this with the this is what did someone say? Did you read this? Um Noto. No that this is the strongest field ever in any event in the history of golf. Uh, if it stands at his way, it is right now. Uh, so if, if that's the case, there's not a lot down here. God love them that can compete with this, with the caliber of, the, of players in this field. So it's going to, you know, if you want to play these high-end guys, like a, like a DJ, you're going to have to have a good mix and perhaps one guy in the mid sixes. And I think Matt Wallace he's really talented and he's a, he's, he's a good ball striker. He's good around the green. He's extremely competitive. Not like they all aren't, but Matt Wallace, I just, he just really stood out to me at six and a half. And then, uh, I mean, EVR has been playing great, but you know, he, he can, he can go up and down at times. He played good at the Barracuda. He played well last week. Uh, He won the Barracuda. And then Mackenzie Hughes. I mean, Mackenzie Hughes, has got, is extremely crafty around the green. I don't think anyone makes long putts, bombs, like Mackenzie Hughes. Um, And I I thought that was a pretty good price at 6.7 for him. Ownership at all these levels seems extremely good. So it's just pick your poison, right? For me, Wallace stands out the most. That's where I'm going.
0: I'll throw Lebiota in there whenever I don't play him. He okay, can we talk about Lebiota? Too.
1: Lebiota killed me last week. And so, so I was looking at it today and I thought, okay, historically when someone kills you, you jump off next week and he wins. So do you go back? And I agree. I think Lebiota, if, if this had been any other week except for last week that burned everyone, that Lebiota is what, 6.3? I mean, he's been consistently high sevens, low eights, justifiably so.
0: What was Not like to of the one week at eight thousand something, some odd dollars.
1: Yes, that is a hell of a deal. He's I a talked Noto in. into him last week, it worked out great. Yeah, or, <laughs> well, maybe I just think that he's struggling with some stuff off the course that perhaps is influencing his game somewhat. But at 6.3, I thought any other week, this price just stands out the absolute most.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, I'm not going to bang the drum too hard because it didn't work last week, but uh, the the price tag is pretty cheap. So, all right, Noto, who are you looking at in here?
2: And chat's on fire tonight. Uh, Yeah, Matt Wallace, WD at 6 a.m. That's definitely going to happen again. And uh, Harry B wants my hat, Um, so I'll send him a show-worn hat um, just for you, Harry, for getting the the guest golfer. But yeah, I like Wallace. He just doesn't really have a dis- or a weakness in his game. One of those guys, he can gain strokes pretty much everywhere. Uh, and you can't say that about many of these guys down here. The rest of it, I mean, it's really ugly. Um, I know the Stars and Scrubs build will want to get down here. I know we're going to have more golfers make the cut than usual since there's only 125 in the field. But I really don't love a lot. I mean, I'll have a couple shares of Taylor Gooch, uh, Wiley's boy, um, after he played no. so well last week. <laughs> He actually gained like 3.4 strokes ball striking. It was just all off the short game. So I'll go back there. Stop it. You just said you had to go back to Leviota after he didn't treat you well. So you got to go back to Gooch. Um,
1: Gooch is an awful person.
2: And, and then Luke List, uh, I have some interest there. Tends to play the difficult course as well. Uh, tends to play the longer course as well. And similar to Keegan, I'm just taking that stance. I'm I'm taking a chance on bad putters and hoping that they don't lose me 10 strokes this week.
0: All right. Uh, Noto's going back to the norm after, uh, you know, going with some of the good putters last week that uh, just uh, it wasn't comfortable. Right. It's like picking that over on that finishing yep. position. It doesn't so, feel right. Um, all right. Last 50 rounds, Doug Gim 27th in this field and strokes gained on approach 117th in putting. So there you go. Doug Gim at 6,200. There's another uh, uh, cheap name. And uh, I think we've hit on most of them. Um it about Corey Connors. Giving...
1: Yeah. Was it any... Cory Corey Connors has not been very Corey connersy and he's just gonna be buried in that low eights, that that really highly attractive range. Right beside Fino And uh Yeah, I mean Neiman Connors Final is a great
0: group of players to play to me. Uh, and for what it's worth, it was a back injury. Um for Norway last week? week. So what's that?
2: Is he in the field?
0: Yes. Yes, he is. He's uh six point three, I think. If you're really really feeling frisky uh after the withdrawal last week when he was probably be about eight, nine percent owned, he's gonna he's gonna be like a one percenter this week. Um you know, we don't get great injury reporting. So who knows? It could have very well just been, he knew he was in the playoffs and he just wanted to rest it, but. Was that a hiccup? Uh, yeah, it was a hiccup. I, it was very, very fortunate that it was not super loud. Uh, it was a, it was a great <laughs> save to be honest. Um, bring it up, it, it was a fantastic <laughs> save. It could have been really bad. Um, I, I don't know. It was like a singular hiccup though. Like it doesn't feel like I've got multiple hiccups on the way. Um We'll see. This has been an intriguing show tonight. Uh, We'll see if, uh, if any, if anyone comments that, uh, you know, Wiley, the special guest showed up this time. Um, In any case, we appreciate Wiley coming on. We appreciate all the back and forth in the chat was a lot of fun. Noto, you got anybody else or uh, anything to add before we dart out of here?
2: I Googled the pronunciation of Johnny Vegas and uh, yes, I was uh, very wrong on that pronunciation
0: that's all right that's uh it's, yeah. it's, it's all right it's a sign of intelligence what, that's what say. uh wiley anybody or anything else to add before we get out of here or you want to drop a promo code or uh let the people know where they can find you since you are a special guest this week
1: i don't have anything i mean promo code grinders let's just keep hitting on that
0: <laughs> promo code grinders get you 100 bucks on prize picks or and the make, link in the make chat. A kid, to make a kid with Tony Finau. 10, 10 bucks off your first month. <laughs> 15th kid. Premium. Sorry. Finau's got 16 kids now. It's just gotten out of control. But You can follow Wiley on Twitter at Wiley77. Uh, check out his Golflandia podcast somewhere around episode uh, 197 or so right now. Yep. So two, 200 will be coming soon. So congrats <laughs> on, uh, on that Thanks. achievement. Uh, Thank you. I'll make weeks. a cake for myself. <laughs> it'd be that cake from the simpsons that says at least you tried <laughs> and <it's laughs> thrown in the garbage um that's one of my favorite gifts from the uh, the simpsons but uh in any case in all sincerity congrats uh it's a lot of podcasts and uh it's always good to have you on as guests so uh for noto and wiley and our producer Devin, enjoying the uh the laughs behind the scenes i'm justin good luck this week everybody we'll be back next week for the second event of the FedEx Cup playoffs, uh, we'll be the top 70 golfers for that week. So we'll be back next week. Good luck, everybody. We'll see you later.